0: it's really important as a parent to recognize that your decisions today can impact future generations. I'm John Fuller in the studio with Dr. Danny Huerta. He heads up our focus on the family parenting team. And let's listen now to uh, some audio from Jim Daly speaking with Carrie Casey, who founded Championship Fathering. And Carrie explains some of the
1: lessons he's been learning as a grandfather. Carrie, welcome back to the microphones. Thank you. I'm so honored to be with you. Hey, uh, Carrie. when you came last time to Focus on the Family, uh, you had no grandchildren. You've had a productive couple of years here. You have four (laughs) grown children, and now you have uh, nine nine grandchildren. grandchildren. We have five granddaughters and four grandsons. And their ages are pretty tight, right? Yes,
2: they're growing up together. It's really exciting to see and how God worked it out that way. So we have nine grandchildren, nine, and we have two that
1: are... Two years of age. Okay, so here's the big question. What's the difference between fathering a child and grandfathering a child, other than maybe not as many dirty diapers? Well,
2: one of the exciting things is that... um, they can come over and spend the night and have fun <laughs> and then we can send them home
1: yeah right so do you
2: are you the you know that absolute spoiler of your grandkids you're totally right jim i'm the spoiler believe it or not my bride's major spiritual gift is hospitality Uh-oh. and she is also a <laughs> second grade teacher oh. so she is very smart very orderly can you know schedule things she sends out an itinerary believe it or not before christmas at least a month and a half Two months
1: of all the meals, what we will be doing, who's staying in what room, Mm -hmm. and all of that. And she's just that wife. Now, Melanie, you talk mm -hmm. often about Mm -hmm. the importance of modeling a healthy marriage. Mm -hmm. And I so appreciate that. I mean, that's what we're trying to do here at Focus on the Family as well. And I'm telling you, the body of Christ, uh, when you're meeting with the non believing world, Those in escrow, I like to say, spiritual escrow, (laughs) their paperwork hasn't been stamped yet by God. Mm -hmm. But when you're meeting with people, one of the first things they'll say is you Christians don't do marriage so well. Mm -hmm. I mean, why not allow same-sex marriage or all the other things? They have a point in the fact that when we have a 38% divorce rate within the church, we're not really honoring the Lord, are we? Right.
2: We sure are not. But um, we are the richest and most powerful country in the world but the greatest thing we can do is to model Jesus Christ in the way he walked the way that he talked and so People want to not just hear a sermon always, but they
1: want to see one well that 's so true, and you you go out of your way in a beautiful way to lift your bride melanie up right. Um, why is that important as a grandfather to demonstrate that to your grandkids? Right.
2: Well, um the heritage now we have to deal with the economics of life, being in the richest, the most powerful country in the world, and you want to leave an inheritance uh, for your children. Uh My grandfather did that, whom I never met. But when it really gets down to it, we have to look at this thing called legacy, and that's going to live longer than us. We have to be about something that's bigger than us that will live longer than us. Sure. And I saw that in my parents, and that's what I really seek to do. I can have title as CEO or ambassador for fathers and all of that, but when it really gets down to it, I have to model it, and I have to
1: leave that legacy to have that testimony. You mentioned your grandfather. How did he do that for you as a grandson? What did he do that caught your attention growing
2: up? Well, I never met my mother's dad, my grandfather, who was a pastor. But one time I was preaching at granddad's old church, and I was in the study preparing to go up to preach. And an old... Cold black gentleman walks in. Hmm. He's close to 90, at least, or 90. I had to come in and meet Marcellus's grandson, that's a preacher. <laughs> Your grandfather could write notes on a little piece of cardboard and put it in his pocket. And preach better than most folks. And that's in my DNA. That's a legacy that you've received. Not perfect. None of us. But that's where I came from.
1: And it it gives you something to aim for. Yeah. This is your heritage.
2: That's it. Now, where you are, Jim, you have cut off the curse Mm. in your family. Yeah, That's the deal. And we didn't mention it, but granddads, dads, everybody... As dysfunctional as we are, we have to draw that line in the sand and say, This is how I'm going to carry myself now. Right. You see. And you don't have to do it with a lot of words, although you tell the next generation, but the way you live it. Okay. And a few months ago, uh, half a year ago, received a letter in the mail from a lawyer in Radford, Virginia. And it was stating that some property is going to be sold by my aunt, the last, uh, living aunt I have on my mother's side. And granddad in 1942, pastoring a church, bought a home and some property. And then, um, The Lord took him home in 1945 Hmm. and sold the property uh, naturally in grandmother's name and then all the children, Mm -hmm. but all of them passed. My mother and all her siblings passed, so it went to the aunt. The aunt didn't want to take care of the property, so she sold it. So all of us grandchildren, believe it or not, I wish I didn't have so many cousins. At that moment. At that moment. (laughs) But the point I'm making is it talks about how you know, the grandparents, the inheritance that they have received from their parents as well, but then what they would leave. And so he made an investment. I'm an African-American gentleman. I'm so proud because they talk about how messed up our families are. But here it was, None of us ever met Granddad, but we heard how great a preacher he is. But bottom line is, he did something that's biblical, even as we look at Psalm 78, and he did something that was biblical. Naturally, living it out, he made investments. Even back then, before there was Larry Bikett, uh Howard Dayton, and all of our great people that really help us today. But it's not rocket science, it's in the Bible.
0: Danny, I find that legacy is one of those things that just guys really, really resonate. Um, And I think because we struggle with it. I'm I'm busy. I'm seeing all my shortcomings. Um, I I, I don't think I'm making a difference. Give some assurance in, in this matter.
3: Yeah, this is about bringing your faith, your ethics, your values, your character into your children's lives. So it's It doesn't have to be formal conversations or anything formal. It's about you living a life of honor, of you living a life consistent with what you believe, consistent with your faith. That's a legacy. That's what you get to bring and impart to your kids. Imperfections and all. God never called us to be perfect. He called us to pass on a faith and to pursue Him with our our whole heart. Mm -hmm. What a legacy that is, to show that you are a follower of Christ and that you truly believe you're a contributor within God's kingdom story, that you get to contribute to that. What an invitation that is. We're not consuming God's kingdom. We're getting to contribute to an amazingly powerful and transforming kingdom that Mm. God's called us into. And you're inviting in that legacy your kids to come in and be a part of that. And so you get to develop in your kids momentum towards... A relationship with Christ. And that's the legacy that you bring. Many times we get so hyper-focused on a legacy so we're remembered. This is a legacy of pointing your kids towards Jesus. Mm.
0: It starts now. It starts in the present. It's not something later on down the road.
3: No, it's a day-to-day thing. Mm. And as you're smiling and you're talking to your kids and reflecting that relationship with Christ, you're bringing a legacy that's going to be passed on from generation to generation Mm
0: -hmm. well if you'd like to hear more uh, inspiration like Danny was just sharing uh, and as Carrie Casey offered we have a free download of the entire discussion with Carrie Casey and we'll have the link in the show notes we also have copies of Carrie's great book Championship Grandfathering Um, We're making that available today for a one-time gift or a monthly pledge of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. And I would note that it's a great gift idea as well. Details are in the show notes. More from Carrie Casey next time. And for now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller. And thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.
2: At Focus on the Family, we know you want to see your grandchildren follow Christ. Here's how you do that: the Legacy Grandparenting Summit, the only national conference on Christian grandparenting, coming to over 100 locations on October 20th and 21st. You'll find wisdom, direction, and inspiration from speakers including Ann Graham, Lots and Miles McPherson. Register now for the Legacy Grandparenting Summit at LegacyCoalition.com/slash-summit.